Hello everyone, my name is JD, and this is On the Lighter Side of Life. Here we go, got another episode. In the last episode, I talked about how my oldest daughter scared the living daylights out of me uh, when I was taking a shower, okay, and where she did the Jack Nicholson thing. And the other day, I forgot to lock the bathroom door because I stated on that episode that I keep the bathroom door locked, okay, because I'm just, I've got PTSD. <laughs> my kid gave me PTSD, and that's what I'm going to stick with. So I left the door unlocked. My wife, unbeknownst to me, sneaks in there, right? Now, I have to describe our, our shower to you. It is got the, the frosty glass that you can't, all you can see is a, a shadow, maybe, you know, but you can't tell who it is, okay? I didn't even know she come home. I had no clue that woman came home. She comes into the bathroom because I forgot to lock the door. And she's thinking to herself, this is how devious she is. She's thinking to herself about how, you know what? He just made the, the, the statement on the last show about how he keeps that door locked because he, he, he got to get terrified. I'm nervous, okay? when Just when I'm taking a shower, that's the only time I get nervous. She just opens the door and she comes in there very quietly, okay? I'm washing my hair again, rinsing off, and I looked out the, and on that glass door, all I could see was a shadow. Man, my heart stopped. <laughs> it just came to it. Who's here? You know, the boogeyman. I thought the Korean Reaper. I don't know who it was at the time. And then all of a sudden she said something, started laughing. And I thought, well, that was kind of devious, but okay. We're just going to go with that. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. And I saw something the other day. Back in my day, back in the 60s, when I was a kid, you could ride in the back end of a pickup. It was not illegal back then. You know, if something fell out, you just picked it up on the way back. <laughs> Kids, whatever. We didn't have safety seats back then. We didn't. There was no such thing back in the 60s that I know, can remember of having a car seat. Okay. And when the kids got old enough and, and if your grandfather or your dad or uncle or whoever had a pickup because they were the old style two door uh, pickups, Ford made them, Chevy, Dodge, I mean, just whoever. Right. So you, the kids rode in the back. Our safety seat was the spare tire that was laying in the back. Okay. And if you had a really good pickup, it had a tailgate. Not all of them had tailgates. These trucks, we used to ride back there all the time. Well, the other day I was coming home and I saw a guy get pulled over because he had his kids in the back of his pickup, which is not really a cool thing to do because I was barely keeping up with him and we were running like 55 mile an hour. Back in my day, that's the way it was. If they wanted to take head count of what was in the back, they tap the brakes real quick, and everybody slam up against the back window and go, thunk, 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 thunk. Yeah, well, there's five guys. Okay, we're good. They just keep on going. And if you lost stuff, you, you really did. You just picked it up on the way back. It, but nowadays, you can't do that. And I was amazed at uh, seeing that all these kids in the back of this pickup running that hard down the highway. kind of blew me away a little bit. Uh, the cop had fun with him. I know he did. I don't know what the fine is for that anymore. But um, like I said, I don't know what the fine would be for something like that. But I can just imagine uh, the stiff penalties that, that we have now. Because I, I can remember when I was a kid riding with my mom in a car. We, would, uh, I, we didn't use the seatbelt even. <laughs> I set up in the back window back when they made cars with a little deck in the back, okay, right behind the back seat. I'd lay back up there in the window and wave at people as they went by. Everybody thought it was cute. 
Uh, you can't do that kind of stuff anymore. So, yeah, it's kind of something to sit, to sit back and think about how times have really, really changed an awful, awful lot. Uh, when I was at work the other day, I heard guys talking about when they were in the military and they were overseas that they were eating fried bugs. Can you believe that? Fried, t- take a fried cricket and they batter it and they fry it and they feed it to you. Dude, I'm not eating that. <laughs> There's no way in a million years I'm going to eat fried bugs. There's just, I can't do that. You know, grasshoppers and crickets and whatever else they come up with, the, the, the deep fry. But that's just normal over there. Over here, yeah, it's considered kind of like a delicacy. That's okay. I'll stick with McDonald's and Burger King. I'm not doing the delicacy thing on eating fried bugs. That's just not for me, none whatsoever. I can't do fried bugs. No, not at all. I've got a story for you. And they. Um, this is back when my kids were little. My oldest was five at the time. So I had three little bitty stair steps wandering around the house. Now, to give you guys a little bit of insight, my wife's a freehand artist. Whatever she sees, she can draw it and make it look just perfect. And she's got these Pigma pens. They're really expensive art pens is what they are. They draw a real fine line. So now you got the basis. I've got three kids that are up walking around. So on a Sunday one day, I'm I'm laying down in bed, and I'm in my cutoffs. I've got no shirt on. I've got no shoes, no socks, no nothing. And I doze off on the couch. My kids decide to go and get mom's art pens. And they proceed to put makeup on my face. They drew on my chest. They did on my legs. And the sad part to this whole deal, I didn't know it. Okay. I had no clue my kids were doing this to me. I'm sound asleep. I'm crashed. It's a Sunday. I'm gone. Okay. So anyway, they're drawing uh, under my eyes, over my eyes. They draw it around my lips, on my neck, on, like I said, on, in on my chest. Um, the youngest one at the time, which was number three, was drawing on my legs, okay? And you ever get that weird feeling when you're asleep, like somebody's looking at you, you know? And when I woke up, I've got a five- and a four-year-old looking at me going, Hi, Daddy, we're putting on makeup like what Mommy does with her pins. Now, by the way, these Pigma pins, they're permanent, okay? (laughs) It doesn't come off, okay? So now I've got to go to work the next day. That's going to be a fun day for me. And when I tried to get this stuff off, I couldn't. I never scrubbed my face and my chest. I wasn't too worried about the chest and the legs because I can cover that up. But on my face, you got to be kidding me. I can't get. And they were using black and they was a, a different color. They're almost like a blue. And they were just doing my putting makeup on me. They thought that I needed makeup. Uh, they were trying to help me out. So anyway, when I went to work about this whole thing, people ribbed me and gave me such a hard time because of what my children attacked me in my sleep, okay? So now you've got that little bit of a basis. Here's what happened to me today. I go into a store to get a cup of coffee. I go in, I buy the coffee, I go up to the cash register. The guy behind the cash register that's taking my money had the same marks all over his face. And I, and I have nothing against tattoos, not a silly thing at all. But these were just squiggly lines on his cheek, on his chin, on his neck. He looked like what my daughters did to me. And I started kind of giggling, and he goes, what? And I said, you know, my kids did the same thing to me 
oh, about uh, oh, 35, 40 years ago. And he says, what are you talking about? And I said, well, I'm talking about the lines you got on your face. And he says, man, those are tats. Those are tattoos. But they don't make a shape. They don't, um, nothing. I mean, there's not a figure there. It's just squiggly little lines, okay? Now, on top of all of this, he looks like he got in uh, a fight with a nail gun because he has one, he has a stud in his tongue. He's got one in his upper lip, his bottom lip, and his nose, and his eyebrow, okay? So, yeah, this is a spectacle, okay? And, I'm, and he didn't take that very funnily. He did, and I just thought, well, your kids attacked you. <laughs> That's what happened to me but apparently not, okay? And he did not think that was funny. Now, this kid's about 21, 22 years old. I go in and I spend $3.57. That's all it was. So I give him $4 with three pennies. And I kid you not, I stood there for five minutes for him trying to figure out just exactly how much change to give back to me, okay? He didn't put it in the cash register. Instead of if he would have put it in that high-dollar, basically, computer that's sitting there in front of him, it would have told him to give me back 40 cents, okay? But he couldn't figure it out on his own. And he's standing there, and he's looking at me, and he's, he looked at the $4, and he looked at the 3 cents, and he's going, what do you want me to do? And I says, change. <laughs> and he goes, okay, but what's the 3 cents for? Oh, okay. Not only does it look like you got in a fight with a you know, a, a, a Pigma pen and a nail gun, you can't add, okay? That's scary. And this guy's in charge of all of this money behind there. And I says, I, you said the bill was $3.57. And he goes, yeah. And I says, I gave you three cents. What does that make it? And I kid you not, he told me, I don't know. He says, I have no clue. Really? Well, me being me, because now I'm getting not really agitated, but the door got open. And I says, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I says, but you took math in school like the rest of us, right? And he goes, well, hell yeah. And I says, okay, if you've got 357 and I gave you three cents, what does that make? He goes, uh, 360. And I says, okay. He says, but you gave me four bucks and three cents. <laughs> I says, dude, it's the same thing. You owe me 40 cents. And he goes, no, no, you're trying to rip me off. And I says, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to be honest with you. I didn't want a pocket full of change. I just wanted 40 cents back. That's all I wanted back. And so finally, after standing there for about 10, 15 minutes or so, he decides to put it in the cash register, which is just a big-time computer. So he put in $4.03. And guess what he had to give back to me? 40 cents. And he looked at me, and I don't know if this kid was just not wrapped tight, if he bumped his head first thing in the morning, or the ink finally got to his brain, or he the, all the nail gun haptures that he had in his lip and his tongue and everything else. He looked at me, and he goes, how did you know that? off the top of your head. And I just kind of stood there. And it was a dead silence. And I said, are you kidding me? And he goes, no. How did you know that? Without even, you didn't pull out a calculator. You didn't do anything. And I said, dude, it's just math. That's all it is, okay? So that's all I did. I just did the math in my head. He goes, you could do that? Look, okay, now I'm getting aggravated, and I looked at him, and I said, you know what? I know I'm old. I'm 65, okay? But I can add. I can subtract. 
I've even got a year and a half of college, for heaven's sakes, okay, where we took trigonometry and all that stuff. He didn't know what trigonometry was. He had no clue what trigonometry. What is that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I could talk to you all day long and not make any sense to you at all. I can then see this coming. So anyway, we had a little discussion, and I told him, I said, this is just basic, simple math, okay? And finally, another guy, thank goodness, come up behind me wanting to check out. Um, so I had to get out of the way. And when I got to the door and he goes, no, wait a minute. He says, I want to talk to you here for a couple of seconds. I'm thinking like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I got, I got a job to go do, dude. I, I'm on, on a time schedule. I says, I don't have time for this. And he goes, no, just give me just one minute. So he gets this other guy checked out and he goes, you really do that in your head? He says, you must really be a math whiz. And I says, no, I'm calculator dependent, dude. But that was plain, simple math. And when I, we got done with the conversation. I got out to the truck, and I couldn't do nothing but laugh because this kid couldn't do simple, everyday math, okay? And that's scary because I've got grandkids that are his age, and it blew his mind that I gave him $4.03, and he couldn't figure it out, okay? Not at all. He looked like the deer in the headlight gig, you know? And he was already agitated at me because I made a comment about all these squiggly lines that were on his face. And like I said, I don't have a problem with tattoos, none whatsoever, but they didn't go nowhere. They didn't do anything. It was just squiggly lines all over his face, okay? Like what my kids gave me some 40 years prior. And when I saw it, I kind of giggled. I, that might have been the thing that just kind of stopped off to the deal. It might have uh, made him kind of upset a little bit, but I wasn't trying to. But he, like I said, he couldn't do simple math. And then when he put it in the... Uh, cash register, punched it in there, and it told him to give me 40 cents back change. That just really blew his mind. And I thought, wow, uh, scary, scary stuff that's going on out there <laughs> and, and with the education. And I know he's got an education. He's got to have a little bit of an education. Everybody does, you know, but it just kind of shocked me that, okay, this is the generation that's coming up behind me and they cannot do simple math, or at least this kid right here couldn't. And it just, it just scared me. It scared me tremendously besides, well, that after I got done laughing, <laughs> just like I couldn't believe that. Just a simple little math problem, and it was so awesome to this kid that I could do it in my head. Um, well, okay. You know, it's amazing to me just the, the difference in years. Like I said, he looked like he was 21, 22 maybe at the most. Uh, here I am, 65 and a half. Because I'm not, if I don't say half, I'm not going to hear the end of this, guys. But I'm just that difference in, in years in there, um, that that was just back then when I, when I went to school, you had to know stuff like that. And I guess they don't really push that issue so much anymore. And it, if I could be amazing to him, oh my goodness, you know, can you imagine <laughs> if you think JD's amazing? My lands. Wait till you meet a few other people in the world, okay? So. Anyway, um, if anybody's got stories like that, anything that you want to send us, please do at jdpodcast1 at yahoo.com. So send us something, and we'll get it on the air. And like I said, I'd like to hear other stories like that because it just kind of blew me away. Uh, I went in five minutes, what I thought I would be in there for. I was in there for right at 20 minutes talking to this kid, uh, trying not to laugh because of the nail gun and the ink pen thing on his face because they were not tattoos. He said they were. I'm standing by my boat. They weren't. Squiggly lines that don't make a picture are not tattoos. 
not to me anyway. So anyway, this is the end of this episode. Um, and you've been listening on the lighter side of life. Have a good day, everyone.